Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Amplify Yourself Podcast. Jules, good to see you, buddy. 60 degrees out. It's sunny. Went for a run outside earlier. It was awesome. We got March Madness going on. Just had Asher's birthday. Woo, what a week. I love, love March Madness. You get into it? Typically, I at least do like a bracket or a, a square. We were actually, you and I were talking about doing something this this year, and we ended up yeah. missing the boat on it. But, That's all right. Um, <laughs> get it next year. I didn't do anything this year on it. No. no. And my, I'm actually in a group chat with my brothers, and they're all you know texting, upset, did you see this? And I'm just yeah. like, yeah, nope. nope. <laughs> I actually haven't watched any of it. Well, no. you're $80 ahead of me. I did four $20 brackets, three of them. Three out of the four crushed. Done after the Don't first day. Not yeah, even I heard not even a... the first round. First day. You took about yeah. half. And, and then uh, my one bracket that was actually looking really good. Um, there are two, for people who don't know, two number one seeds that are gone already going into the Sweet 16. That fourth bracket was crushed Saturday afternoon. But I got to go to two games at the MVP arena, although everybody knows I call it the Knickerbocker arena still. Still, um, yeah. And we went Friday night, man, electric. It was so fun there. I don't care about the NBA at all. Uh, there's something about college basketball that I just, I'm addicted to it. I love watching. I mean, the kids are playing their hearts out. There's actual defense going on. You don't have games that end up 161 to 154, right? right. You know what I mean? It's you're like, playing both sides of the ball, right? Because yeah. you're trying to get to the NBA too. That's the other Yeah, thing. yeah. Guys are playing their hearts out. I say for no money. We know they're making money. <laughs> but um, no, it's so, just There's so much awesome. money that yeah. just floats around yep. the NCAA tournament. Yeah. It's Speaking of money, crazy. I'm going to give my crypto update. Let's hear it. It has spiked. It is false hope, I believe. Okay, don't don't judge me if I'm wrong on this, but I, I don't think it's going to continue. Bitcoin's over 28000 a coin, which is up over 8000 in the last week now per coin. Right. And then- uh, What was its low? It was around- It was down to like 16, 16 right? Yeah. Call it 17. And then ETH is up to almost 1800 today per yeah. coin. And that was um, consistently sitting at around, consistently being around like 1200 12, yeah. I think its low was in the nines, right? I think yeah. it got down in the nines at one point. Yeah, it might have. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Going back to like November, right? Yeah. When it dipped. But there's your Bitcoin update. There's a March Madness update. Um, and going back to March Madness, now I'm just rooting for upsets, right? My bracket's busted. I, I want the guys that aren't supposed to win to win. That's it. So, uh, But uh, we wanted to give a, a quick market update. This is going to be a short and sweet episode. We're not getting into anything crazy detailed. But Joe, correct me if I'm wrong, we're seeing multiple offers all over. Great time to sell still. Yeah, great time to sell. Right. Multiple offers because low inventory. Yep. We're dealing with a very low inventory market right now. Right. Everybody keeps saying you know. the C word. When is it going to crash? When you have when you have an industry that is supply and demand based, it cannot crash if you don't have enough supply. When right. demand outweighs supply, when supply is so low, historically low, it can't crash. Right. It has right? to be the other way around. Yeah, right. You you have to you have to get to a point where the market is flooded with homes and then for every uh, you know, 10 homes that are on the market, you have five buyers, right? And it's like, they just get to pick and choose the ones they want. And that's not the market, but that's not to say it's a bad time to buy using an arm loan at 4.5% buying a home. You're going to build equity in, and it's going to appreciate with the bidding wars. You've got to be ready for the bidding war and you have to be okay. Uh, or you have to pick yourself up 
after you get beaten a bidding war because as long as you keep plugging away, you do the right thing and follow your realtor, they're going to lead you to the promised land where you buy a great house at the right price. You buy for fair market value. And right now, fair market value for most homes is above list price. Correct. So that's what I'm seeing. Yeah, I agree. I mean, fair market value right now is um, is something that you know we really didn't see prior to the COVID era, right? Because fair market value typically was what is it listed for? You listed at fair market value. Now you're either listed where you just below fair market value or sometimes even listed above fair market value because you know that those multiple offers are coming. Yeah. You know, and a lot of times I think now more than ever, I don't want to call list prices to be um insignificant because that's not the case. Obviously you still have to be somewhere in the realm. Right. But I think the art of dialing in an amazing list price, there's a lot more forgiveness in this type of market because the market really brings the house where it needs to be. Yeah. I think sellers have an option, right? They, they, you could say, listen, we could list at 375 and I think your home is worth 375. If we list at 364.9, we're going to have a feeding frenzy in here. Right. And you probably would have one anyways at 375 because there are so many more buyers than homes to actually uh, hit the market. And back in November and December, there were some people saying like, oh, I think that sellers missed the boat on uh, on selling. That's not the truth. I mean, things cooled off because rates were at seven and a half percent in November. And I think everybody was uh, a little starstruck at that and took a step back. But you know, now you've you've got the arm loans, you've you've got 30 year fix hovering right at six or just above. And uh, buyers have options, sellers have options. You know, it's it's one of those things where I'm getting to showings. I had showings earlier, and I, you know, I'm dressed up right now. After we leave, I, I have to go on a couple of showings. When when I get to showings, I know that the other realtor is going to be putting the key in the lockbox. I'm going to take it out when I leave. I'm going to put it in the lockbox, and there's another family or a group of people waiting in the driveway to get in the house. Right? It's just showing after showing after showing. So, yeah, and you know, what was the reason for? us to choose to talk about that this week, right? We've had a lot of people that we're working with who are a little bit disappointed or a little bit discouraged. Uh, discouraged yeah. is, the, is the right word to yeah. use. Frustrated. Frustrated. Yeah. And the message that we're really trying to deliver at this point is that we're moving into a really good time of year yep. for buying and selling, Yeah, but buyers are going to have a little more inventory. I mean, even historically speaking, this is a time of year mid to end of April and then into May where you get that quote spring market. You know, people are going to be able to, I want to list my house, but before I do that, maybe I want to paint the exterior. I yeah. want to replace a window. I want to do something with the roof. It's kind of hard to do that at least in this part of the country that we're in. Yeah. When, a week ago, we had two feet of snow on the ground. Right. Can't put a stamped concrete patio in. Uh, you right. can't do the nice mulch. You can't do all that. But, right. You um, know, so soon enough they can. And the school, so the school year dictates a lot too. That's what I was just about I, to say. I have yeah. some nice colonials on the back burner right now that are going to be listed, but, um, you know, people, okay, we're, we're going to list uh, kids or seniors are moving, whatever it is. And they go, we want to list in May. Because we want to go under contract. We don't want that contract to linger. And I'm okay with that because time works against you in real estate on both sides. And you list in May 
Okay, we'll close at the end of June after the graduation party happens, all that. Hopefully that grad party doesn't get too crazy. <laughs> but uh, Was that hole in the side of the yeah, house before? I, yeah. Was the house leaning? I don't know. Yeah. There used to be a house here. It, it no, but you're down. right. It times it perfectly because now the school year's ended. Now you're not displacing people or you know a child at the end of the school year. Right. And it's not just with graduations too. It's, it's anything, right? I mean, yeah. for people that do have kids in school, the school year is very important to them because yeah. instead of just uprooting someone, it's a lot easier to list in May. Know you're going to be going into contract within a couple of weeks. You're going to be having all of your inspections and your yep. underwriting, all that stuff's going to be done. You're going to close at the end of June, still a reasonable amount of time. Yeah. And now you can, if when you're buying another home, maybe you had to sell yours or at least go under contract to put an offer on that other home yep. still gives you time to now close on that other home, move into it before the beginning of the next school. Absolutely. Year. So there's a lot that can be done and a lot that happens yeah. between the months of May and the end of August, beginning of September. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that's the busiest time of the lot. year for real estate. It is, it is. And, and it's the annual cycle we talk about, right? I mean, we don't have a crystal ball. Could we be wrong in May and June? Sure. But judging on how many people I'm speaking to, and I know you are, and we talk about Nick, I talked to Eric Cruz and, you know, all those, the uh, inquiries on pre-qualification letters are now rising, right? This is the normal March where everyone's gearing up for the spring. I mean, you know, the disclaimer is no, we don't have the crystal ball, but are we going to be wrong? Probably not. Probably not. I think even the only thing that could happen is the spike just isn't as much as it typically is. Like the right. ratio of the spike isn't there, but the spike is going to happen. Yeah. You yeah. Know? We're already seeing an uptick. Right. You know, and I've seen a couple of days where there's been a hundred properties in the entire capital district that are listed. For those of you who don't know, that seems like a great number. Um, you know, in my first five years in the spring, call it late April, early May, you know, we're seeing 250 properties a day consistently, right? Yeah. Do we we're think 60, that's going to happen? 69 in the last 24 hours. Okay. Yeah. So earlier today when I checked, it was only a 54. So there's been a few more that hit, but yeah. uh, still, you know, that's not, not we bad would for like. March. Not bad, but not bad. You know, obviously the higher the number, that means more available, which means yep. the inventory is there for buyers. Yeah. So stay positive, everybody, whether you're in the industry as a, you know, loan officer or if you are a realtor, inspector, attorney, um, stay positive, relax. Actually, I shouldn't say relax. Take a deep breath. Keep working hard. Don't re- I don't say relax as in like take it easy, but keep working hard for your clients. Keep building that pipeline. And if you're in the industry as a client, you're buying, you're selling, or doing both, uh, stay positive. Just trust the process because it's not something small, right? We're not we're not buying a suit right now that if it doesn't fit perfect, we can, you know it, it's okay, right? I mean you right. you know it, it it's your home. It's going to be either your starter home or your forever home. It's a very big decision. Stay positive, eye on the prize, go after it. Yeah, and I think the other message too would be if you are contemplating selling, right? And historically in the past, people would say, "All right, well, before I sell this, I want to paint it." And I'm probably going to have to redo that half bathroom that's in the basement. But other than that, we're pretty good. So, but I, I'm okay living in it without doing that. So I'm not going to do it until we find something. And then I know we're going to sell and then I'll do it. Yep. This is a time where do your checklist, mm-hmm. get your checklist complete. If you yeah. think you got to redo that half bath before you sell, redo it now. If you got to paint, do it now. If you have to redo some flooring, redo it now. Yeah. Because when 
even with the spike coming, we know that his inventory is so low, competition is still going to be there. Very much so. So you can't say, oh, I, I think I like that house. I'm going to go see it, and then I'll put an offer on it, and then I'll do the work to my house, and then I'll sell it. No. Be ready to go. Yep. Just know that, you know, put yourself in a position of completing those tasks. That way, something pops up. You're in the best position to get yourself what you want. And on a on a note outside of our industry, stay positive overall. There's a lot like the news and social media. I actually sent this text to the group earlier today, to our that team. That was a good text. Thanks, man. I, I was thinking about it and it was just like, I was dwelling over it. And uh, I'm, I'm like, man, I got to send this out to the team. And then I wanted to do like a little video on it too on social media. But it's a lot of negativity out there. And by the way, that's why there's clickbait right? They, they get money online when you click on this stuff and the, the news, you know, do they want to show you like all great stuff? No, it's shock and awe. Right. Um, and they, that's unfortunately how they captivate their audience and just understand that at all times there are bad things going on in the world. It's unfortunate, but there are, there's great stuff going on too. Just like our own individual lives. You probably have some great stuff going on and other stuff may be worrisome. Hopefully that worrisome stuff is not health and real major issues, but stay positive, take full control over what you have control over and the stuff that you don't have control over, accept it. Yeah. I mean, the days are getting longer. The sun's up, you know, about till about seven o'clock now. Yeah. I mean, it's beautiful. The weather's nice. Yeah. Summer's coming. Spring is here officially. Yeah, that's right. We are now in spring. Winter has waved goodbye. Hopefully, we don't get a surprise late March. I think we're done. I, I think, think we're, we're good. good. Yeah, um, we're we're two inches over the average uh, annual snowfall in the capital district, so we're good. So, with that being said, I like the message. Positivity is great. I think you know, like you said, it's hard to come by sometimes nowadays, if, especially if you with society seems to really love that whole negativity vibe sometimes it kind of sells yeah. sells a lot better but stay positive and know that that's going to get you to your end result that's right it's all a mindset i mean that's the number one thing you have full control over that you have to have a positive mindset so thank you to everybody that joined us today thank you for joining us on this thursday enjoy the rest of your day crush the rest of your week have an absolutely amazing weekend but most importantly do not forget stay positive and amplify yourself baby 